Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Did you know that most traditional creams or serums are made up of 70% water with 15% going to emulsifiers and preservatives? That what makes up the goo of the cream, which leaves only 15% for the active ingredients that truly benefit your skin. But what if there was a better way? Enter Fiber Skincare, a groundbreaking technology set to redefine skincare. Fiber Skincare harnesses nanofibers, tiny natural fibers 500 times smaller than a human hair. Their scientists have been working on this technology for the past 15 years and just a year ago achieved a remarkable breakthrough, encapsulating active ingredients directly on these natural nanofibers. The result? a formulation free of water, emulsifiers, or preservatives, meaning the active ingredients are not just pure, but are five times the concentration of most creams or serums. Their first formulation is anti-wrinkle, and it's not just effective, it's fast. Upon application, your skin feels tighter in a mere 10 seconds. That's right, you can feel the difference almost instantly, but that's just the start. Over the next seven days, these concentrated actives unfold their full potential, clinically proven to improve wrinkles by 19.4%. 19.4%. I said it again. It's worth checking out the Instagram Fiber Skin, F I B E R Skin Care, to learn more about the technology and how it works. You might have seen some viral videos of the mask's disappearing effect. It's easier to apply than by wetting your face, applying the patch, and removing it. The nanofiber, which contains the active ingredients, disappears into your skin quickly. Experience the transformation for yourself with their two-day trial pack, a precursor to the seven-day program that promises not just results, but a revolution in your skincare routine. And with their tighter skin guarantee, your satisfaction is not just expected, it's assured. If you try the seven-day program and your skin doesn't feel tighter, you'll receive a full refund, no questions asked. 
They have clinically tested the program to be most effective if you use it one week on, three weeks off. But we understand that everyone's skincare routine is different. That's why if you sign up for their monthly program, they will send you the monthly pack to remind you. You can pause or cancel at any time, giving you control over your skincare journey. If you want to try this revolution in skincare, go to FiberSkincare.com and use code BACK for 15% off. Again, that's FiberSkincare.com, code BACK for 15% off. Baby, let's just dance, dance. Let's just dance, baby. I just want to dance, 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 dance. Welcome back to the bar. I feel like I need to say that differently. Welcome back to the bar. You're with your two favorite bitches from the olden days. No? And someone else. We have a special guest. We have another bitch, although you're not a bitch. (laughs) Oh my. You're not a bitch. You're a great guy. Straight out of the gates, Christy. Straight out of the gates. John, come Uh, on. You know what you get when you're here. No, a bitch is a term of endearment. Okay. I'm it's a, a bitch. Um, yeah, I'm definitely not a bitch, but no, you're not, not in any way, shape, or form. But we have a special guest. Please welcome to Back to the Bar doing a very special episode. It's like an after school special because we have <laughs> the creator of Dance Moms with us, John Carella. Hi, Yay. John. Oh, hello. The, what is it? The more you know, NBC. The more you know. Oh, is that the more you know? I can't remember. Yeah, that's yeah. what it did. We're all of the same age, so we remember those after-school specials. <laughs> uh, I'm way older. Well, but you watched after-school oh. specials. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the I mean, middle of you two. I'm are 40- you? I'm 46. God. I'm 45. Oh. Uh, I'm 52. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly was at the bar when we were watching <laughs> the after-school specials. Hey, J-Lo is, J-Lo is 53. Oh, let's not compare me to her. <laughs> She looks good. I wish I loved J-Lo. Yeah, that'd be great. You have a J-Lo ass. Yeah, big one. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) Well, John, how excited on a scale of one to 10 are you to be here with two of the OGs? I am a 10 on excited and probably maybe a five on feeling some anxiousness because I have no, no, no. listen, we're that, not going to yell what, at you. That's what dance moms do. You, I, what? To me, I feel a lot of love and a lot of fear when I see them. <laughs> we're anxious every episode. Just re-watching this <laughs> you know shit I is like. I thought that to, I mean, I was yeah. going, you know, last night I watched you two, like the Christine Kelly's best moments I was showing a friend of mine, <laughs> a friend of mine um, saying, I'm doing and you know I haven't I've done this with Kathy I've done it with another um, reporter or something but never with the OGs so it was you know definitely emotional because you know it brought up a lot of I've talked to Christy about this oh yeah about that time it was so innocent and diff- you know at least the beginning stages yes yeah so I think it's what's you know? going to be fun to talk about I, yeah. I mean because we have two totally different perspectives on things, but yet the same experience almost. So I think that this is going to be a really fun episode for everyone to hear some more of that, that scoop that everybody wants. Cause we get asked these questions constantly and we give our best answer, but 
but we don't, we don't know. I don't know everything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I have some um, little secrets. Well, maybe not secrets. Oh, I love a secret. That, but um, I have my dance mom's development folder that's like this big. Ah. I think that's what made me emotional <laughs> too, is I'm going back before it was sold, you know, um, and I have, I found some stuff of you too, some that is, I mean, it's just cute. It's nothing scary, Kelly. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> Listen. I'm not, you're, you can't scare me. We've, we've, ah, we've lived yeah. the worst. Well, I know, well, I know. So, and wait, I do have my, you know, it's 1130 here in California, uh-huh. but I have my drink. Great. Oh, what are you having? You it's got the memo. It's a mimosa. Yummy, yummy. So yeah. it's, it's a light, it's brunch here-ish, I guess. It's but brunchy. I have it in a special cup that I might, I feel like you <gasps> talked about. I have it. Everything's in, better yeah. stoned. Yes. <laughs> Yes. You can't see it, but uh, the girl who <laughs> produced the show in the beginning gave us all, um, I can't, I don't even know what it says. Whatever you said. Uh, everything's said everything's better, stone. better stone. Yeah. You know what? I think. And then there's a little stone. A good stone. It's still on there. Yeah. That is a good stone. Wow. <laughs> I appreciate a good stone. Cheers. Well, so cheers. Well, before we cheers oh. though, Cal, what are you drinking? I have a fancy drink today. You Look do? at it. You it has flowers in it. Can you <gasps> see them? Highlands. Okay, you well, wait a minute. Let bitch. me tell you about this thing I found. You know how I've been looking online. You and it's, your Facebook drinks. It's almost like a HelloFresh, but it's for, for cocktails. It's called Mixology. It mail you like the fruit and all the little fresh squeezed juices. They give you the um, flowers to put on top, everything. And it's like a subscription and it comes with the ingredients. And every month you get two new drinks. Oh my God. But it, I love to have it like fancy and they make it fancy for you. And I didn't have to do anything other than answer my door. Uh, it's but a my, lazy the, bitch way for a fancy drink. Yeah. The drink I'm having today is a blue aguave. I'm and doing this. With flowers. We should do this. We should do <laughs> Kelly and Christie's mixology. The world's freshest cocktails delivered. I freaking love this. What a brilliant brilliant idea yes oh I feel what like do you have to be well John I actually made this for you oh. um I did it's now it's missing a very important ingredient it's missing oh, it's the pink. mint it's the big pinky from from pump because I oh. when I when we got back together not like back together but when we first time like <laughs> we saw each other after years of the show we met at pump and I was drinking big pinkies. So I made a big pinky. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. After our big forgiveness moment. Our, our forgiveness moment. Yeah. <laughs> now a big pinky is it's vodka, lime juice, a splash of cranberry, hence it's pink and mint, but I don't have any mint. So I was like running around my neighbors asking. If I, anybody I just threw some mint down my garbage disposal about five I minutes before we it. started filming. Yeah. Well, and it's pink. It's, it's like pink. Lady and John, pink ladies. I know. Yeah. Pink ladies. May she rest in peace. Xanadu yes. for life. You're the only person I know, John, that's at Xanadu and not Greece. I was like, Xanadu, do you know how many times I listened to that in the car? Hello, I created Dance Moms. Of course, yeah. I Xanadu. <laughs> I mean, how stereotypical can that be? <laughs> I freaking love Xanadu. My favorite show isn't going to be like, you know, NFL Sundays. So cheers to everyone. Cheers. 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 We're all friends here. To you, the dance moms. To you who yeah, gave us yes. the opportunity of a lifetime. But <laughs> to us. To us. <laughs> 
when was the last time you two saw each other or talked? Because John and I don't talk all the time, but we talk know. pretty frequently. What? Yeah. <laughs> the Abbey? No, you, no. I've seen you since no, then? I, yeah, but you don't, you know, when I would come to set, you all were We didn't see you. Oh my God, I was probably you like this time because you'll understand, Christy. I know. Oh no, I remember what I said to you. That you're is not all, meant for the zone, You're kind of all in a zone. Um, like uh, I, yeah. I feel because it's a diff- it's it's weird. Reality TV is weird, as you know. Uh, uh-huh. Even being around it, it's like this is weird. It but, is weird. Um, the last time I saw you is Christy was screaming at me. <laughs> <laughs> What was she screaming at you for? Well, we can't say no, it because we're no. not saying it on the podcast. But Kelly, but you, you, remember... you know, this is where anyone listening, Kelly, you can just create, have an imagination of Christy yelling something. And I'm sure you can think of it. Was it a reunion show? No, no. It was in, it was it was in Las Vegas. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't but care. I didn't. It was through passing. It was through. And you know what? <laughs> she Wait, I'll say it. We'll cut it out. I I will cut. Whoa, whoa, hi, how are you? (laughs) Nice to see you. (laughs) But but that was the last time I saw you, and I feel Kelly. It was one of your most. When I saw the episode, maybe you'll remember this Vegas. I think it was when Paige forgot, but I feel it was one of your most vulnerable. I, I was always very vulnerable. Like I don't know, it just seemed kind of like you were in a different space of being vulnerable like it was I don't know I kind of just noticed that at the, at that time and I always felt too when I did go on set I would try to bring a different presence if that makes sense so you guys haven't seen each other since that For Vegas heaven. episode right but let's go back to when we all first met because it again was in Vegas Kyle do you remember was that the first time you met John that was the first time I met him was it the first time you met him we met like in the lobby this is very dance mom already. And see the lobby even, of the, of the of studio? A, of the lovely Alexis Park Resort. So oh, I remember that. Yeah. And you were in flip-flops. I think you just come from the pool. You had a drink in your hand. Of course, <laughs> me or did. Kelly. Both of us? It was Kelly. Okay. And, you know, I knew a lot about Kelly because I, I want to say Brooke had just hurt her foot. Where yes. I don't know if she competed that summer, but I remember the conversation was about her foot because I heard... She had injured it and um, it was, yeah, it, it got ran over by a golf cart. By what? Yeah, it was terrible. A, a golf cart. Like yeah. it, and it took it, her skin down to her bone. It was a disaster. But yeah, she so didn't have to dance for like a year. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. And of yeah. course, Brooke is a great dancer, was a great dancer yeah. back then, that that was yeah. a big deal. Yeah, we were celebrating her winning a title. She won the title and we went to dinner afterwards. And that's when her foot got ran over. The, the day oh, she actually God. won one of, her, uh, one of her titles. Yeah. That's terrible. And they I didn't were realize. Little. They were, I remember them, you know, they were tiny, tiny, probably. Yeah. Oh, we were little. In Vegas, they were like five when we met you. Because we were at the pool. Uh, the girls were five. That was the trip that we went to the Grand Canyon, Cal, that we drove oh. to the Grand Canyon. That was uh, terrible. Yes. And so when we met you, John, I remember it being at the Alexis Park. And Diane Pent had actually just accidentally thrown my pink flip razor in the pool and I was pissed oh I remember remember that it was in her towel yes I remember that and I was like my phone and so my phone was dead I was in Vegas we had met you and I just remember we were at the pool and anybody who has been to Vegas in July your flip-flops melt that pool was so hot we were so hot 
even yeah. in the water, we were miserable. You, you had to put your, leave your shoes at the side of the pool because your feet were like blistered if you walked to your chair. Awful. But I remember I'm from Arizona. Them. So that's yeah. from Arizona. So that's normal. That's right. <laughs> and I just got back. I do remember Alexis being, no offense to Alexis, not a five uh, star. That's for sure. Uh, no. I no, remember we a lot never of stayed hella, at five <laughs> But you know, I feel that that, you know, it closed down, but I'm pretty positive it turned into the where rumor the Vegas episode. Yes. Ah, I am you're pretty, lying. I am pretty. I am pretty positive about that because they just painted it, redid it. And that was the Vegas episode. Wait a minute. Was it across from the Hard Rock? Yes. Oh, that was it. It was rumor. Mother <laughs> fuck. Like, I have trauma from rumor. Spread it. I can't believe that was the slogan. That was the slogan on their t-shirts. Spread it. No way. Yeah. (laughs) Take your seven-year-olds there. It'll be great. And And mirrors on the ceiling with the lips. (laughs) Oh, I didn't see that stuff. Oh, it was a classy place. It was very classy. I'm telling you, we all needed penicillin shots after that stay. But that's what I love about Dance Moms is that that's how it was so meant to be. I mean, look, we were there three years prior. Yeah. yeah. First we met and then end up shooting there. That was to yeah. me always, you know, I believe in spirit and God. That's where and it was. I know, I know it was God with all of that. And it was so easy. As you all remember, it was so yes. fast and easy. Yes. That's the thing about the show that I think is different than a lot of other experiences that people had because everything just kept clicking. Everything kept working. Everything was fast. Everything fell into place. It didn't seem difficult. Like a lot of people who pitch shows, they sit in production for a year. No, wait, the show was fucking hard, but I'm saying like getting it greenlit, getting it on the air. We, we were sending in auditions in what September, October, we started filming in April and we were on the air by July. Like that does not happen. It doesn't, but it does happen with shows that are meant to be and that become very successful. I will say that I have to tell myself that like, if something's not working, it's not coming from that organic loving place. I'm trying so hard to make it work. No offense, ladies. I thought it was going to be on the air for six episodes and that's it. Same. So, so did, did we. we. So <laughs> did we. we to. Six episodes. That's all we were planning on. <laughs> Ah. All right, John. So tell us when, how did the idea of dance bombs, because it was really your idea. When did you start thinking about it? And what was the process from it, from being like in your head to actually saying it out loud to people and starting to get the ball rolling? Because you grew up in the dance world. So you were Mr. Dance of America. I have to give you that plug. I mean, come on, we're dance moms here. I almost, (laughs) I, um, this is the competitive part of me i almost brought in my mr dance of america trophy but we'll go get it ah, you want to see garage. that it's too hot it's in the garage <laughs> <laughs> but you do have your dance mom shotsky behind you yeah thank you that was so sweet of you christy wait, it really was wait do you have dolly parton cake behind you too <laughs> i she sponsor you oh <laughs> she should sponsors i just saw that at the grocery store i think it's so cute that's hilarious unbelievable it's so hard to get out here and i they had it in arizona so sorry i'm off track but i just made it and then i bought one that will i will just never make keep, keep. Yeah. 
You're funny. (laughs) But I think, you know, it, it evolved. And again, it's that same space of when you love something, when you, you know, I love you dance love mom. dance. You but do. I love dance moms. I love the kids. They're so talented. I mean, even now that I teach, these kids are gifted from the a young age and go. You know, it's different than acting or um mm-hmm. I mean you can't have that, but there's just so many in dance. So it it did evolve. And ironically, the first idea was a little kid, so you think you can dance. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. when I was out here, probably 10 years before dance moms, or maybe it was five years. I kept watching and going, well, Brooke Highland's better than this person, you know, and, and this yeah. other dancer is better than, why aren't we doing one on kids? Mm-hmm. You know, they're so yeah. talented. So my good friend, Stacy Kidder, who helped a lot, you, both mm-hmm. of you might have talked to her in the very beginning. She's still my dear friend. Um, she wasn't casting. She's now she went to school. She's a therapist. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> we, we maybe should call her. Yeah, I was going to say, can we get her on the line? Because we probably Stacey need Hagerian, a actually, is she's married now. But she lives, ironically, again, where I did all my first interviews before it was filmed. I mean, I could a, a block away and I just moved here. She doesn't live mm-hmm. there anymore, but I walked by and I sent a picture to Christy. And mm-hmm. I kind of remember that sitting in that apartment, talking to all you moms, just writing down your stories or your thoughts <laughs> of, and asking, I mean, your maybe your answers. I don't want to say stories, writing yeah, down. Your, no, yeah, no, it's just yeah. funny. Of course. And so then she had been in reality TV. So she introduced me to the other producer. Mm-hmm. And so we had, I sent him a VHS tape. That's how old long ago this was. Yeah. VHS, that's funny. Of like showbiz nationals of the studio I was teaching. Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) Look how good these kids are. Yeah. And it wasn't time and we would see each other. I'd see him at a bar. (laughs) I mean, uh, yeah, like out and about, like, when are we doing that show? I'd say, when are we doing it? And then you were waiting for our kids to grow up a little bit more. That's what was happening. Talk about the universe. Our our kids weren't ready yet. No, and I totally believe that. And mm-hmm. finally, it was timing. I had stopped talking to, you know, I did. There's a reason why I'm saying this is I'd stopped talking to my parents because they were um, they weren't supportive of gay marriage. So it was a pretty mm-hmm. dark financial time. That's where mm-hmm. this is going. Mm-hmm. And I had a dance company and um, the other producer was ready. That's where it kind of evolved into. I knew a group of girls that I taught at a studio in Orange County. Mm-hmm. They had just yep. been on. Good morning, America. For it was the single lady girls, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, single ladies, and um, I was friends with a couple of their moms, and um, and two in that middle part between little kids, so you think you can dance, and dance moms. When I was teaching at this studio, this it was Orange County, and they're incredibly competitive, and I didn't know yes. this. And these mothers, I was like, I saw a mom like literally the. There was the door was like this, and she was in the hallway looking under like flat. This pretty mom, like trying <laughs> to see her daughter's private, and like I'm sitting there waiting to go teach her. I'm like, <laughs> you mean she was laying on the floor looking under the crack? Yes. yes. You're thinking this mom's looking, a psycho. <laughs> not even looking through a window. So I mean, I'm thinking, look. 
I, I mean, wow, I kind of get these it. These are some different. <laughs> it's changed from when I was. Maybe Kelly, you know, was your mom a dance mom? No, they dropped me off and then picked me back up when I was done. Yeah, so it's it's yeah. kind of evolved into this new breed of dance moms. Yes, yeah. it has. And then we went to that group real quick, and they declined. And here you all are. So you went to that group and they declined. Did you, so from what I understand and kind of how I've always told the story, maybe I, uh, maybe I got this wrong. So I always thought that the original concept of the show was more similar to toddlers and tiaras in the sense that every week was going to be a different kid, not following one studio. Am I wrong? No. So from there, when they declined, then we went into that space. Okay. So that was part of it kind of. So they said no. And then you're like, let's just do, cause there's enough crazy bitches through the country. We'll at least get a couple in different places. (laughs) And then you hit gold. All the psychos. (laughs) You found all the psychos in one, one uh, wasp nest. I don't feel it was, you know, I don't even want to say that about you two. I think it was, you definitely were passionate about your children but yes. they were really good. That That is the beauty. I was talking to my friend about dance moms is that women identified with you all mm-hmm. and then kids identified with your kids because they were and they inspired them. Mm-hmm. So that's why people watched it. You know, it, it started off as a mother daughter show, I believe. Oh, yeah, for sure. They could watch it together yeah. and um, and and laugh and see really great, talented kids and and toddlers and tiaras, I feel, was big at that point. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it was, let's do that kind of style. I always would say it would be, you know, it's toddlers and tiaras. But imagine if one of those little girls was Cindy Crawford. Oh. There's, it's different because yeah. you're like, well, maybe she should be like this because she knows her daughter's really good. And mm-hmm. so it kind of changes the dynamic. I have a question. Whenever you were looking for the cast... Were you looking more for a crazy dance mom or the kid dancing? Like what was your more? We were looking for you moms like you and and kids that dance good. Me, I was very vocal about that. And I still uh, am that the kids should be great dancers. That's just how I always felt. I mean, I'll leave it at that. So, you know, that's kind of where I was very passionate because that's what I wanted to do. And then single ladies happened and it's all timing tributes. Yeah. There's not really one thing timing. The network was smart. Yeah. They knew. And it was lightning in a bottle. We always say that it was the right cast. And we always talk about how we had chemistry. I think the world was ready for the show at the time that it all happened because there was a strong interest in dance. And then you had the toddlers and tiaras aspect where people were like, oh my God, like here are these moms. But then our kids showed up and like you said, they, they could dance. And you were like, holy shit, like these little kids are good. And they, they were like, they were friends. They were just like a regular little group of friends that everyone grew up with. Everybody grew up with a team that you like had in whatever sport it was that you belonged to as a kid, you know, like whether it was baseball or this, like everybody had that group that they could identify with, whether they were dancers or not. Because I remember wrestling dads used to come up to us all the time and be like, we watch your show. We get it. We're like, what? Because it doesn't necessarily have to be dance, but it was something that people just identified with a kid in a sport that they were passionate about with a group that they had 
grown up from the, like the little bitty sports to when they were slightly older. Now let's get into the dirt. Okay. So you had this oh, wait, idea. Hold on. I do want to oh. say this because I don't want you to um, outcut you all too. Yes. The kid, the, the girls were like angels. I mean, that's what, yes. you know, back then they just were like on TV, like back then, <laughs> I like how you say back then. <laughs> well, you know, I feel all kids when they're seven and eight and, but you all were funny. So you have to give yourself credit because you were so funny and open and turn the camera on and you went. And yeah. that's something I've never seen before. And it's hard to find. And I guess one of my questions is what made you both feel so comfortable in front of the camera as, as from the beginning? I just didn't even feel like we were on. I just didn't even think about the camera because it, we, we were just doing what we normally did. That's exactly. I right. mean, we were just a dance and we just, I mean, especially like the first season, it was just like we were a dance class and there was just a camera there. That's exactly it. Because I think a lot of times in a reality show, like a housewives or whatever, you get cast into a cast. And for mm -hmm. us, we were we, the same. We were people. already a cast. We were already a cast. So it was people that we had known. We didn't leave anything comfortable or familiar. We were still sitting in the same studio. We were sitting next to the same people. Everything was the same to us. So we felt very comfortable where I think if you had taken us and plucked us and put us in a new environment or a new location or with new people, I don't think we would have been that way. I think it would have been like, this is different. But for us, because of the history that we all had, I knew the stuff that was happening and I knew how it all worked. If, if I was pissed off about something that I knew Kelly was pissed off about too, if I opened my mouth, she was going to have my back. Like that's very comforting to like go for it when you know the dynamics of the people. Where if we didn't with. know each other, mm -hmm. we wouldn't feel like we had each other's back. Because yeah. it sounds as though you didn't have an image either of what the show was going to be. Not at all. We had no idea. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah. So you weren't kind of, um, <clears throat> we weren't you know, trying to be sometimes a... in reality is people, they see already, they see the screen and they're like, yes. so they're kind of not really in their body rather than you just were super present and doing what you do, which but makes why I great think... television. Yeah. And that's why I think when other people would come on, they were never us because they had watched the show and they were trying to be us that they saw. Like how many times did I hear I'm the new Kelly, I'm the new yeah. Christy, I'm the new Holly, I'm the new Maddie. And we're like, fuck, just be yourself. Like you can't be the new anybody because we're still here and we are us. You're not going to be us. Yeah. And I will, but see, you know, I'm still going to push back on that and say that you all have a real gift and talent because even in press, you all were so good right off the bat in press. And I kept thinking, I would be a nervous wreck up there, you know, on the view or <laughs> the Today you Show. Were like in yeah. front of like random Whoopi Goldberg or Good Morning America, just yeah. being. La, la, la. So it's that, I think too, it's that confidence where I'm sure women, you inspired women too. That's nice to hear. Yeah. I don't know if we've ever really thought that. I think we all, I think that we are probably more hypercritical of ourselves than anybody else, because it's almost like we have to apologize constantly for yeah. our behavior. We're always like, I'm sorry, I did that, but or we're defending ourselves. Like we're always why we ourselves. did it or whatever. And yeah. Yeah. But, but it's nice to hear. You, that's a question that I hear too. One that I want is how do you deal with that? Especially in this social media age, because even I saw something you posted I said death and you threats, were like about yeah. a death threat. And I was like, 
over this podcast? Yeah, you know, over some stuff we said. All, one, how do you forgive yourself and how do you let it roll off a duck's back, so to speak? You, you mean like for stuff that we did on the show? No one's perfect. Nobody. That I always say no. that word shouldn't, that word shouldn't yeah. even exist. Perfect. Nothing's perfect. I mean, yeah. so we all make mistakes. Like your Instagram says, unfortunately, yours were on TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how yeah. do you, because people love to condemn. Criticize, and, yeah. And really hang you for it. How did you still go through that process of saying, that was kind of messed up what I did? I, like, I never like brushed it off. Mm-mm. Like, I just feel, I feel like it kind of aided me. And that's why I became like losing my mind just because all of that would bother me. And I, w- I was not really a social media person. I still ain't like, um, like when Christy reads stuff, I tried to just stay away from it. Cause I, I would lose my mind if I read everything everybody thought about me. And that's where it takes a lot of courage to do reality TV and to do what you all do, to do anything like yeah. that. And love, you know, you you obviously did it for your children too. Yeah, absolutely. I think that people forget that even though it's reality TV, people would be nutty. Like they would think that just because it was reality that they knew the full person. And I would always try to explain to people, I'm like, no, we film like an insane amount of hours and you see 42 minutes of something for 69 and a half of those hours of 70 hour work weeks. I'm normal, but those 30 minutes, that's all you're going to see on TV. It's the crazy stuff. The crazy stuff. So It is hard. Like I was really upset reading stuff that people were saying about this podcast because it's like this fine line we walk that, as you said, no one is perfect, but I just can't imagine all of those people that are the quickest to judge and they're the meanest, what they would look like if somebody put a camera on them. Or or if they were under the pressure that we were and and stuff like you you never know how you're going to react. No. And then you get your kids involved and it's a whole different. See, that's the problem. I made mistakes, you know, Sure, we all did. And we were young. I mean, that was, I was 35. Yeah. You're my age. So I was 30, what, 33, 34. We didn't know what we were doing. So I do want to go back though, because I feel like this is the end of the conversation. So single ladies, people had passed, you were going to do toddlers and tiaras. And then what was the next step? And like, how did you start to put the cast together? Like, how did you get to this point where you're like, no, let's focus on the studio. So we did a first sizzle that's out there and it's Who not was in all- the first sizzle. Well, I'll, I'll get there. So okay. I think what we did is, um, you know, it's been 11 years. So my brain's a little, I, I know that's me. I can't ever remember anything. <laughs> I remember everything. So I was like, what was the first email I got from Christy? And it, and, it's, it's like your old email too, which is hilarious. Oh, SNG. Yeah. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. I know it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it says here, it's just said, this is August 31st, 2010. Hi, oh my God, that's next week. So wait, so 2010. So that's 12 years ago. I'm I afraid thought, of this email. No. Oh, okay. dance moms can be real sweet. When, <laughs> they, when, when hey. they can be on, this is in general. This has nothing to do with you all. They can be the sweetest pie when, you know, they want, when they want something. Yeah. Yeah. When they want a private or something. Oh yeah. (laughs) We just couldn't get those. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, it says, hi, John, I am a parent at the studio. Some pictures of me and my kids along with our email. So here, here with our info. So here it is. And you have Christy and Chloe and Clara. I hope every, that, hope that's everything. Have a great day. And then this was the first picture you. I know exactly what picture it is. I freaking know that picture because it took me a week to find a picture I liked of myself. Oh my gosh. I knew exactly what picture you were going to show when you showed that. Wait, guess where you're at? I'm, I'm in Vegas. I was, yep. yeah, I was at the Venetian. Venetian. Mm-hmm. Look at little Chloe. Let me see her again. I don't know if you can see that. She's five. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. So I feel like a lot of times we don't always talk about the things that are bothering us. We keep them bottled up. We keep everything inside. We shove those things down deep. And unfortunately, I think it sometimes starts to affect us negatively. Have you ever found yourself maybe not being able to deal with the situation or maybe even having an outburst? Well, Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. So I personally felt like I was carrying around 500 pounds of baggage on my back every single day after dance bombs. Is anybody shocked? I'm not. And I'm pretty sure Kelly could say the same because remember the whole dumpster situation? And I really benefited a lot by going to therapy. It took me a while to get there, but once I was finally in therapy, I was able to get those things off my chest. I was able to walk through them, 
figure them out, unpack them, and start to feel lighter and brighter and live a much, much more fulfilled life. So it's helpful to learn positive coping skills in therapy, but also how to set boundaries. And it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bar today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bar. Yeah. Look at that necklace I'm wearing. Jesus Christ. It's foreshadowing. <laughs> Is that worthy of a drink? Yeah. yeah. So we, um, the other producer and I were just trying to gather moms. And so I think I have Kelly's here. Oh, September 2nd. <laughs> Two days later. <laughs> oh, gosh. What I love that you did, I think you didn't write it. You had your kids write it. Oh, did I? Yeah. So it oh. says... Hello, our household is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Our dad has a family business and our mom is a stay-at-home mom, but we are her full-time job. Our day consists of waking up, going to school, or we're at school, our mom gets our food and clothes ready for our after-school activities and makes us dinner. Because then we walk in the door, we have to leave for dance, you know, so it goes in this (laughs) whole, it's actually pretty long. I was like, wow. So I don't know if Paige wrote it or Brooke wrote it. Um, Probably Brooke. I was going to say that's probably a Brooke. Brooke. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, oh, wait, our family is, this is the last line. Our family is crazy, but we all love what we are doing and we wouldn't change it for the world. Aww. Aww. So, um, so we got a bunch, you know, asked ask the studios, um, studios in Orange County, you know, all these different studios I know. So the first sizzle, this is the one thing too you know, Christy is, you know, you were very proactive and help, not only like proactive, that sounds so businessy. You were so helpful where, you know, <laughs> we would give mom cameras. I think we mailed like these, I'm sure they're not. Yes. And Christy used to make me sit there every day and film shit. <laughs> I film it was something. We had to film something. I'm like, Oh my God, can I just eat my dinner? So I think actually what happened is, and I, my memory could be wrong. This is my mental experience is okay. I do remember going into the production company and I believe you all were the first ones to send headshots. Mm-hmm. So we had a meeting and it was about presenting the single ladies group, like, cause mm-hmm. I knew them. So it was like, I know these Let's do a, let's follow them. But I also said, and I also know these. And it was like, and I always say this. It was Paige, Brooke, Maddie, Mackenzie, Chloe. I feel Nia was in there. I'm not positive, but it was like, those are the five, like right there mm-hmm. was the show. That it ended up being. September. Yeah. yeah. That, so well, they don't know you. I know you. Mm-hmm. They don't even really know me. So they wanted to kind of, well, let's see who else is out there. Mm-hmm. And Always. that's when we, yeah, and that, exactly. Yeah. You understand the business now. Let's just look around. Maybe there's another family. So the first sizzle has um, 
I believe it only has Christy in it, along with these other moms from a girl I went to school with. Her daughter dances in Arizona back then. She was maybe 11. I think there was another mom that I, from the rage, I used to teach her daughter. So it was that kind of. Moms from all over, not just us. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, we started getting more footage from Kelly, probably that Christy took. Yes, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Maddie, more from your studio. And Mm -hmm. what happened is your footage was best footage, you know, with dancers, with moms. So then we started to zone in on that, which then that's when the casting in Pittsburgh happened. And I think too, correct me if I'm wrong. I think that one of the things that I had heard is what was interesting about us that really, I think drove the interest is that we were all talking shit about each other in our casting tapes, (laughs) seriously, because you couldn't tell the story of the studio and what the dynamics were without bringing up. And then this mom, and then this mom, and it wasn't just one of us doing it. We were all kind of doing it because that was our experience. And so it was like, we had this housewives drama that had been built in for years before a camera ever showed up. Am I wrong? Yes. I right. You're right. But as you and I all know, that's at every dance studio in America. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. But what Absolutely. you all did and back to you again is you were turn the light on. You didn't have to pull it out of you. So with that is a talent where you're just going to, you know, they're, you're going to be honest. I mean, you might call I, it something else, but I call it, you're being honest. Honest. I remember when we filmed in January when, which I want to know why you weren't there, but I remember when the crew showed up to do our first interviews, that wasn't that sizzle. It was the sizzle. I think of the studio. Yes. I remember I was sitting there and I was answering questions. I was sitting back in the dressing room and it was dark because Kelly and I were getting kicked out. We were getting sent to New York the next day because a certain someone didn't want us there for auditions. So I had talked to the other producer and I was like, listen, we are getting sent to New York. And he was like, I'll be there the night before to make sure Mm -hmm. that he got us because we were getting shipped out. And I remember when I was doing my interview, when I was finished, he lunged forward and hugged me and was like, thank you. And I was like, what? I was like, and he's like, you just said all the shit. And I was like, well, yeah, because that's the story. So I guess other people hadn't, I don't know, but I just remember it was very like, Oh, I can't believe this woman said this. And I'm like, I don't even really say that much because I was still very nervous at the beginning. What were you nervous about? made them shut the door. I was like, don't let anyone see this. And he's like, no one will ever see it. <laughs> Meanwhile, that shit was in the, in the promo for season one. I remember sitting there. I'm like, they said no one would ever see it. <laughs> yeah. That, that's the part that is. Yeah. I don't like about reality mm-hmm. TV, but anyways, yeah. the um, lying. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of lying. It's fine. It's I mean, we know trans- that now be transparent, you know, right. and let, them, let you choose if you want to do it or not. Yeah, That's all how I, I always say. said let, that. Let the person choose, and um, if it doesn't, if it only was six episodes, it only was six episodes. And that I will say, I have the casting reel. The, you're the studio in the other room, and it is incredible. I mean, I would be, sell my soul to see that. I know, be, see that it could be its own own show. I mean, the real. Really, 
<laughs> meaning no, meaning like just you could just put you don't have to edit it. You don't have to even it's still got 2010 graphics like you can still put it on <laughs> But um, you know, there's a sense of love cuz I I love that studio. I mean, I knew mm-hmm. a lot of dancers from you know, Asmaret and um, Oh Christ, we were just talking we about were this. just talking about we were? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and um, <laughs> Oh my god, those feet. Yes. <laughs> That Tondu devil not even just straight up. See, I know. Yeah. You, you know, know. She's around. Jen by. was the first one who taught our kids, her little sister. Oh. Jen was Chloe and Paige's first first teacher when they yeah. were babies. Yeah. Yeah. This world that I love is getting shown. But they're really the thing about that thing is any mom at the studio could have been casted. Oh yeah. Because I mean, older parents auditioned, oh, kid, not older parents, parents of older children auditioned from our studio. And then we did, you know, I knew Hollywood vibe. I, mm-hmm. uh, I think, I thank them so much. All those competitions in the beginning, they didn't know what they were getting themselves into. I <laughs> no didn't. one did. Yeah. Nobody, we didn't. I think I was listening to another podcast of yours, which I do listen. Um, and you were saying how you just were innocent and kind of went in and didn't know. And I think I was too. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. And so I had them shoot a scene there with Maddie. I don't think that scene has ever aired. I'm pretty sure. And it's a, a pretty good, um, that's when we were in New York, Hell, They went to Hollywood by that weekend. Okay. And then too, I wasn't at casting because, and I'm fine saying this, but you know, my grandma passed away in it's 20 years now. And ever since then, I have this horrible fear when I fly. Oh, so, I didn't know that. I, yeah. So that was my reason of I would have been there. So that's kind of where I feel like Kathy had that, too. So, yeah, <laughs> she hated the fly. Yeah. So that was my um, why I wasn't there. And that was really the only reason that was like the second sizzle, right? Like we shot the second sizzle and there was a bunch of parents who auditioned, but when did you guys make the decision that it was, was it more the younger kids that they wanted or was it the, like the moms in particular, like what made you pick that group? Like that you ended up with? Cause you said everyone who auditioned was gold. Yeah. Well, I didn't, you know, I, I don't, I didn't do the picking. No, no, I know. I mean, Um, but you know what happened on that side. You know, I think that's just where God and it all worked out that they, we kind of all aligned. And I thought that those were good choices and they, that's who they picked. I I remember sitting in my kitchen and talking to my kids about it. And my husband was there and I'm thinking, do we really want to do this guys? And I, I was like, I did not want to do it. And I kept saying to my kids, I don't know if we should do it. it. and my husband said, it's six episodes. Just do it. Like what, what, it what is six episodes? And I'm like, all right, well, we'll try it for the six episodes. And here I am later. Like, but I did not want to do the show. Mm-mm. And Kelly it, was always it, like, eh. yeah, I was like, I don't want to do it. I said, you know, and you're so good on it. You're so, uh, you guys it are was, so freaking funny. <laughs> That's the thing is I, oh God. Um, well, I, I just wondered though, the first people that you asked that first group that was like, no, thanks. I wonder if now in hindsight, they were like, they were like, uh, oh, we should have did did done that because the show was obviously like a pop culture phenomenon. It was a hit. 
Um, I always say I wanted dance moms to be in the dictionary. I wonder if it's in the dictionary. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, pyramid might be because that obviously is like part of <laughs> part of pop culture. But I, I always wonder like those people who said no, like I wonder if it was like, oh, we should have done this. But it was just like, OK, we'll try it. And it was six episodes. And I'll never forget getting the call. It was like the day before my birthday. That's why I remember it. And I was standing in my kitchen and I got a call from the other producer and he's like, hey, we got picked up. And I'm like, oh, and he's like six episodes. And I'm like, who's on it? And um, <laughs> and he uh, was like you and Chloe, Melissa and Maddie. He didn't say Mackenzie, but then I think Mackenzie kind of was part of whatever. Like they brought her in uh, Kelly. And I was like, yay, because I knew that Kelly and I had great chemistry so I was like happy for, for my own selfish reasons that I was like, yay. Cause I knew that that would be fun. Her partner in crime, <laughs> my partner in crime. And then he said, Holly. And I'm like, Holly. And I was like, oh, okay, wait, they need somebody normal. Got it. Um, <laughs> and, and, and then they were like, oh, and there's a lady from Ohio. And I'm like, oh, what's she like? And I just remember him saying, you'll find out on camera. And he's like, you have five weeks, we're going to start filming. And I just remember it all being very fast. It, it was very fast. It was very fast. Like there was I no was time a... to think about it. Like what month is your birthday? I'm sorry. I think I got the call February. No, I got it March 1st. Where did you so, find out Kelly? Just when you just, know. you don't remember? I, I was no at idea. a dance competition. When oh I found yeah. Me. Cause I had a dance company back then. Yeah. I found out that it got picked up. Now, John, you have a really special place in your heart for the OGs. Like you love the OGs like no one else. You're kind of like our dance mom in a way. You really are because you loved it and you loved us. And I think you were always looking out for us. And I think that people who watch the show is probably like, this was all crazy. Like your intention wasn't the show to be what it became, the insanity. You wanted to show the heart of the, the talent and the girls mm. and the talent, the nuttiness. I feel like you kind of push back again. You didn't love that aspect of it. I don't think anyone should suffer over television. So that's, yeah. You know, I don't think anyone should suffer in general. So uh, Mic drop. <laughs> yeah. So, or anything, any job, any type of job, there should not be suffering involved. Um, you know, I, I always, my mind always, I, I love that movie Drop Dead Gorgeous. I don't know if any of you ever saw that. <laughs> yeah, I ever saw that. It's with um, Ellen Barkin and Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. And it's about pageants and pageant moms. I felt it was going to be quirky and fun and, and real and talented. And, you know, that movie's not too many talented people. It's not about talented <laughs> dancers. Actually, Amy Adams is in it. Um, really? Yeah. But, you know, I always say this and I still say this because I still am around dance moms now that I'm back to I teach at um, not Danceology in San Diego, but they franchise it out here. Danceology L.A., mm. uh, which I love. I teach the little ones, which is I know. And you were so proud during nationals. You were like national champions. And then yeah. you were like the moms are at the bars. I don't know what's scarier. Going into a room of dance moms or going into a meeting at Paramount Studios. Oh, get I mean, out of here. They feel the same. You said this in your first bio or your, when they introduce you, you know, like you're, you have my children, you got my money. You, you said like carte blanche or something about, you know, you're taking full control of my child. Of course, I'm going to be in there and interested into what, do you remember? I don't saying remember that? saying that. Yeah. No. 
You need yeah, to show you were me just saying how, of course, like I'm giving my, my child, I'm paying you all this money. Of course, I'm going to be in there and kind of be aggressive. But also dance moms, they're assertive. Like I said, they're, they're so inspiring. You know, even when I see them, what they go through, like the ones that I work for now, you know, probably stuff that we didn't even know that you all were dealing with behind the scenes. Making costumes, yes. stoning. The woman aspect of it, I do think is fascinating of dance moms and um if that makes sense you know especially now for the way things are not to get spiritual but i will um you know women are can be so oppressed so especially at this time and day and age with mm-hmm. not having that freedom and dance moms are so like you know i'm they gonna just, fight for what i want and the, there's a lot of women that don't do that hmm. and i think yeah, <laughs> we're like what are you talking about like you keep their mouth shut we don't know why do they do like. that yeah oh that's so weird i'm working on a project too and somebody was saying you know it's with dancers and moms but like where's the dance teacher and i said like it's separate it's just and i'm like mm-hmm. the moms are fast like look at the moms and their dynamic yeah of what they're going through and and i'm sure a lot of these moms at the studio you would have never hung out with if it wasn't for a dance studio, right? Um, no. <laughs> yeah, but you learn to, but you learn to hang out with them too. I yeah. think it's kind of that, you know, you're learning how to um, get along. What was the moment that you were like, oh my God, like this is going to be a hit. Did you have a moment like that? I really didn't. I didn't because I already, it already was a hit. That's what I tell mm-hmm. people. It wasn't it about- it was already good. Like, this is yeah. good. Like, I want to, that's how I look at it. If I want to watch it, I mean, mm-hmm. I wasn't stalking you all, but I mean, I watched eight minutes of your Christy and Kelly moments last night, you know, and I was like, I only meant to watch one minute and I was like into it. Like, oh my God, it's so, you know. <laughs> because we're funny. <laughs> that was, I'm always so mad. They didn't let Kelly and I go when we got the most, we got to have the most fun, but like they yeah. needed to just let us go. We did our- that once. Remember we went, in, um, New, in York. New York. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. They we needed in... more of that. Yeah. I will say when I saw you and I think when I knew you could handle press, I'll, maybe that was kind of like, oh, they're going to take this to another level because you all were really good in press. What was the most shocking moment that you had that you were like, holy shit, people are watching this. Not that you knew, but that people loved the show. Shocking. You know, back then it was more Twitter. So I think seeing... Yeah. Kristen Chenoweth. Yeah. Oh my God. Kristen Chenoweth used to tweet me like in the middle of the night. I'd wake up to all these tweets from Kristen Chenoweth and I'm like, good morning, Kristen. It was wild. She was always a wild tweeter. Jennifer Mm -hmm. Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence talked about us on the red carpet before she won her Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. George Lopez stopped Kelly on Hollywood Boulevard. He jumped out of his limo to talk to her. And I didn't know who he was. No. And wait, I don't know if I can say this and you can always cut it out, but no, wasn't this, maybe this wasn't, didn't you guys like have a meeting with Donald Trump during that? Yeah. Wait, yes. So we were at New York fashion week. I think it was what season two and we were at one of the fashion shows. It was Sherry Hill Sherry because Hill, yeah. she does the pageant dresses and he had sponsored what, well, he owned, I don't even remember what Miss America, Miss USA, one of them. And so it was in Trump Tower 
And he was sitting there and his secretary came over and invited us up to his office because Mr. Trump would like to meet you. And this is far before he was a president. Oh, yeah. I remember them giving us their business cards. They were this big, okay, on the thickest cream stationery embossed that you've ever seen. And they were like, if you ever want to come and come to New York, we'll send the jet, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, okay, bye. We're going to stay like at our hotel. And this is all weird. It was very weird. It was weird. Yeah. It was weird that they wanted us to go up there to begin. Yeah. And and Chloe was making me hot, (laughs) but this is really making me hot, but not in a hot, good way. Like (laughs) making me sweat in an uncomfortable way. But I just remember Chloe sitting at his desk and they're like, don't touch anything. And she picks up his scissors that he uses to open buildings with. And she's like going like this in his desk with this. I'm like, do you remember how much shit he had everywhere? Everywhere. It, it, was it was like the messiest there was office just ever. shit ever. It was like a hoarder. Mm-hmm. It, like there was just shit everywhere. Ew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, people are going to hate us. But look, we're just telling the story. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know the effect it would have on people. Maybe that's yeah. what I thought like people would watch it, but I didn't know the, the effect, how angry some people would get, uh-huh. how passionate, how yeah. crazy over your kids, how that I didn't, that was something extremely new seeing your kids you know i've lived in hollywood for 20 years before that maybe 15 and then all of a sudden it's like open up hollywood reporter and my name's in it and there's a picture that beautiful picture that i love of Paige oh. and kelly it's my favorite dance mom which folk. one which one they're in pinup girls outfit and oh yeah Paul. yeah and that's the to me that is that really captured dance moms oh in that yeah. moment, seeing the mom and then just this doll. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Oh, see now. It's nice to hear the nice stuff because we get so much of the shitty stuff. You know, your girls, how are your, how, how are they adjusting to all of this still? Cause I know they're older now. Just my observation. I don't think that it's an adjustment. I just think that that's just their life because it happened when they were so little. And we were at dinner with the girls, Chloe and Brooke in Miami a couple of weeks back. And um, I just remember both of them saying like, they have very little m- like actual memories of yeah. it because they are just like, we don't remember. Like, yeah, they and then just- they're like, I think we blocked it out. Yeah. Yeah. They blocked Which out a lot I think I have too. Like, I don't remember a lot of things. And I think it's like, I don't want to remember things. What's your well, favorite moment, Kelly, on Dance Moms that you remember you doing? Not watching, but like, oh, this is fun. I mean, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago on oh, the yeah. podcast, mm-hmm. Christy. Like, I mean, I think our, I, I think it was when we were in Vegas and we went out to the ice bar and it was the premiere of the show. Mm. Cause it was like, and, and like we said on the thing, it was like our, that was our last time being us before, you know, we, before we became the dance moms, you know, but I, and I think it was the last time we ever really like were us. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, like we were ourselves there. Mm-hmm. Do I think after recognize- that, it didn't seem as, as real to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. You know what memory I I remember that I really love that I was like, it still kind of like puts me on my heels. And it was, it was just, it was the two of us when we were sitting in the audience 
of the first Teen Choice Awards that we were at. And the girls were somewhere else and all the other moms were somewhere. And we're in the theater and we're holding these microscopic plastic cups full of wine, like double fisting. (laughs) Justin Bieber's three seats in front of us. And we're like, how the fuck did we get here? Uh (laughs) It was so funny. I think that would have probably been the kids' favorite thing Mm -hmm. was our first Teen Choice Awards. I don't think they could like believe that they were actually there. And then everybody wanted to meet them. Everyone wanted to meet them. Yeah. Who was it? Um, Pretty Little Liars. Like our kids like loved them. And like they came to over to our kids and were like, oh my God, like we love your show. We love you guys. And they were like, oh my God, how do they know who we are? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know? And I just think that was cool. They Do people so still fun. recognize you? You know, no, obviously I can recognize so much. I was out last night. I swear to God, I had 10 people come up. I was out for two hours. I had 10 people come up to me. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 11. I haven't been on the show since season four. Literally like 10 people recognized me last night in two hours of being somewhere. It's I don't weird. know if it's, it's my crazy. voice or what it is. Cause I mean, hair is totally different. Like I, 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 the used, same. I used to think people recognize because my hair was kind of recognizable, but now that I let it grow, I mean, it's, it's weird. I don't know why people still, do you get it a lot, Christy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. my kids don't mm-hmm. get it well, as they, much because they are totally different. They're the, uh, I get it a lot if I'm with Clara, which is weird. Cause I think Clara and Chloe look totally different, but people oh, are always like so. Chloe. No. And oh, like, I think Ugh. she looks just like, Claire. yeah, she does. But she, she talks just like her. When, when I'm on the phone with like you, her. I can't tell who's in the background. If it's Chloe or but Claire's always oh. like, Oh, I'm not Chloe. I don't watch dance moms. <laughs> Leave me alone. How, how was it for you, John? Cause like I said, you definitely loved the OGs. Like you loved the beginning of the show. You love that history. How was it for you when we started leaving? I'm sure that was hard. Sad, you know, sad. Kelly and I always speculate, like a thing's not gone in a particular way. I think the show could have been a totally different show, more fun and quirky and lighthearted. And I think we would have probably still been on the show. It would have been like, (laughs) I think it could have just gone on and on and on. I really do. Yeah. I think people were invested in our families and our children and watching them grow up, which is kind of why I think that when other teams came in and other seasons tried to have, and it didn't have the same heart. They just didn't have the chemistry. At least that's my opinion. And it could be totally different because it's obviously us. So Mm -hmm. I feel very strongly about us being like the OGs, but I don't know. You know, you all made the right choice. Oh yeah. I think that's the part that it's sad on many levels. Yeah. It was time to go. It was time to go. Yeah. And, but also there's a lot of, um, power and what you both did you know because it can be very tempting to stay for fame being on tv every week and that was a beautiful thing i think it was just different because of the kids involved Mm -hmm. you know like i think if i was on like the housewives and it was crazy like that and i think i could have stayed but because the kids were involved Mm -hmm. it was time to go yeah Cause you're watching your kids break down. Like you, you yeah. know what you can handle, but you're trying to like walk this line where what's right for you. What's right for them. What are you seeing? It, it's, it's yeah. a, it's a hard thing to navigate. I think our kids were very lucky 
in the sense that they're all doing pretty well. Cause you've seen other people, even not on reality, but in show business who have like went down a dark path that were on TV or whatever, when they were kids, I think we're incredibly lucky that all of our children have turned out so well. The system has changed and I hope it continues to for yeah. children, for moms, for people. Um, like I said, nobody should suffer for yeah. a show. No. So John, do you want to tell us about the project you're working on? Cause I think it's really interesting. I'm sponsoring this new film. It's a documentary. It comes out in this year. It's, it's, it is finished. And it's, you know, the good thing too about dance moms is I mean, there was a, your kids were dancing with a drag queen. Do you know? <laughs> yeah, no, sure. I mean, like, you know, what it brought into people's world is these other lives of, you know, the gay community. I'm a gay man, um, DJ, Shangela, you know, just these things that were so on the outer and your girls were, they loved it. They oh my did. God. We said she I mean, was they the were best very part of open. season one. Yeah. And that was they so were, fun. They were, they were so, and that's, I do credit that because of the parenting. Where the parenting wasn't like, oh, that's weird. Like, don't stand by that person or type yeah. of thing. So I do think it's it was um that was great because I know that probably helped a lot of kids. So, but it's a documentary called 1946, and it's about the first time that was the first time the Bible was changed. Before that, it was just the King James version, and um, a group of 20 men changed it, and they put the word homosexual in it. And so the ner- the notes are at Yale. And it's this very um, well thought out, articulate from a woman. She's straight, you know, a professor on um, kind of a just so you know, and it'll save lives, you know. And I do feel seeing things like that were on Dance Moms in those beginning stages did help people um, feel accepted. And so I hope this movie does that. Well, first of all, you are, I, I know you in a, like a more personal friend way than like we did back when dance bomb started. So I know like how spiritual you are and how you want love and goodness and all of it. And it's funny when people just watch the show at arm's length and they're like, this show was wild and terrible and all of these horrible things. But then it's when you, when you talk about it, it gets back to the heart of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's important for people to realize. And it makes me feel good to hear like the positive things that you say. Cause yeah. like I said, we Kelly and I much. are always, yeah. always on the defense. And then you're like, no, you guys were this and that. Thank you, John. That really yeah, is, it means. means a lot to us. Cause we just have such a, I don't know. Like, I always feel like I'm apologizing for dance moms. Okay. Like, I'm sorry. I know. I know. I was Sometimes I, when people tell me they watch, I'm like, oh gosh, like I am like embarrassed. Or and somebody look, will say, oh, I never saw the show. I'm like, please don't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you'll like me better. I'm, I'm nothing it. like I am on the show. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with apologizing either. We yeah. all, no, we, all we do we is need, apologize. <laughs> yeah. But there's a difference between don't, you know, don't apologize because you're a bad, you're not a bad, you're not bad. You know, you're not bad people. So that's kind of, what I'm trying to say. And um, we'll link all of John's Instagram and all of his, all of your, your works. We'll share everything in the show notes, but we have an after party to get to, which you yes. obviously need to be part of. And we'll get into um, some of those fun stories. Cause I know we all have a person in common. That'll be a fun story for the after show. And I'm not talking about a dance teacher. I'm talking about someone that we all know. <laughs> In a different way. All right. Well, that'll be fun. So, John, go refresh your cocktail. Yeah, I'm refreshing my drink. 
everybody. Thank you for tuning in. And we will be back next week with season two, episode one Uh, with Kelly on the mic. Oh, yay. (laughs) And I think this is when our glam steps up a little bit. I'm hoping. I hope. Yeah, for God's (laughs) sakes. Uh, definitely not our clothes though. Yeah, John, you should have told us that that we needed to step up our looks. Yeah. As a gay man, why weren't you looking out for our fashion and our hair and makeup? Come on. Because all gay men know hair and makeup. I'm stereotyping. I need you to help. Yes. Oh, wait. Well, we'll save it for the end. You You know why we didn't? This is another reason why the show. Why? And with this, y'all were pretty. Ah. Yeah, but we, we dressed ugly. We did. Wait, Christy and her mom jeans. Oh, uh, shut up. On that note, we'll I, see you good, on the after goodbye. party. <laughs> Bye. Thank you, Christy. Thank you, John. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Back to the Bar. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. And check out our YouTube channel, Back to the Bar, if you want to watch the episodes. The channel is linked in our show notes. And if you want to join our weekly after party, where we dish even more dirt, like naked pizza, hell, <laughs> <laughs> subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash back to the bar. See you next time. See you next time. Baby, I just want to dance, Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.